0: Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. Hope you're very well. It's the Jason Manford Show here on Absolute through till 11 o'clock. Justin Morehouse is here. Good morning. Do you know, for a second then, I forgot that we were on the radio
1: and I thought you're being very bright and breezy there to just say good morning to me. Yeah, well, I am. I'm a bright and breezy guy. You are a bright and breezy guy. On... On... When you're in show business, yes, yeah, I mean, moments ago you were like, oh, no, here we go. Yeah,
0: I mean, there is everyone's yeah, because, got an on and off switch, have not they?
1: And because you're gearing up now for some more musical adventures, yes, quite. This is what you don't see this happening to yourself, no, because mo- when you're in a stand-up, you, you've got all the kind of I'm a stand-up, I'm a stand-up. Yeah, the trials and tribulations, transport late night. When you go into musical, it's like someone sprinkled magic fairy dust, dust. on you,
0: a little bit of magic dust. Yeah, and they're going, here we go, it's well, show is business. It, is it, I'm going to let you in on a little. On little sort of uh, okay. performance secret, here. but okay. uh, the way I describe it is with stand-up, all the skills, all the things you learn over mm-hmm. the years. You pull back and reveals, and your rules of three, and mm-hmm. uh, your setup, and your callbacks, and all these things that you learn, all the skill you actually hide them yeah. under the bonnet, so you just sound like a bloke in the corner of a pub. Having exactly. a chat. Exactly. Whereas with musicals, Ta-da! everything's on show. Yeah. You're basically yes. showing off for an hour and a half. Yeah. Look at all the things I learned for you. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love it. So it'll be fun. That yeah. Curtains. I, lo-
1: I love that thing when we because I've done a couple of plays and everything. you mm. Legitimate theatre. Yes. And it's just I mean even though we we do nice places and yeah. you, you know you you do you do nicer places than me sometimes but I've played some of the nicest theatres in the country. As a stand-up, it's like, oh, you're right. They're not that bothered about you, are no, they? No. But really when the show night... is on, oh, the show is on. Absolutely. Beginners call in five minutes. Everyone. Yeah, it's all very. Oh, very I exciting. love all that. Very I exciting. love all that.
0: Uh, I um, I tell you, what, I've been, in fact, I'll tell you after the next couple of songs what oh, I've been right. asked uh, to do. Uh, it's a, it's one of those things that I have always wanted to do, but it it has over the years sort of come with a little. Uh, I don't know, like a, a bit of a shadow, I think. But I'm wondering whether it's, the time is right
1: oh, to do it. this is going to be brilliant.
0: This is Jason Munford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. OK, so I'm going to tell you, this is what? I've been offered and it's never come up before even though I've, All right. I've made no secret of so it so if you're just tuning in yes Wait, Jason Tease does you shouldn't be yeah, but they could have been doing
1: something they could have they? been might have, have been letting do the dog out they could
0: have been letting the people dog out
1: people don't let dogs out anymore do they they used to when we were kids anyway there's, there's lots of things people do we're anymore. mixing it up no so, you're right before um, you said and I'm really excited because I don't know what this is okay you said so, you want to try some I mean I felt it was a bit cheeky the way you said it
0: my agent rang me Yeah, she said I've got a job offer for you. Right. It's next Christmas. Straight offer. Straight offer. Next Christmas. There's a little clue.
1: <laughs> oh, no, it isn't. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, yes!
0: Yeah. Panto. Yes! I know. Do
1: it. I'm tempted. Do it. I'm tempted. You can't obviously you can't tell us with the I've, details. I can't say
0: where it is or which one it is. But it's going to be like a decent that. one. Yes. I'm going to guess by using mime. Okay. It's not London. All right. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: I'm not saying any more. No, I'm not saying
1: anymore. All right. Mate, can I just tell you? Go on. done Panto uh, twice. Yeah. Did two big Pantos. Yeah. And it is the hardest, most exhilarating thing I've ever done. Yes. It's absolutely brilliant. A lot of shows. A lot of shows, but it, it, if it fits in with you socially and, and, mm-hmm. and domestically, yeah. if that fits in with you, yeah. like if things could fit in with you domestically anyway, well, yeah, in, the, in the jigsaw puzzle that is your life. Yeah. Because uh, you're already complicated. So which one did you do? So I did Top of the Two. I did uh, Peter Pan at uh, the Lowry. Right. And I did that years well, you ago. you played Smee? I played Smee. Of course. Yeah. And then I did uh, Snow White at the uh, Opera House here in Manchester. And you were the huntsman? <laughs> no, no, no. I was Muddles. Hello, kids! Which one's Muddles? He's Simple Simon. He's the, oh, the, okay. com- the comic.
0: I think I'm probably just beyond that now. I think I might... I so, want to do Dame. Well, funnily enough, so the offer that came through... Yeah. Well, I can say you, it was for buttons, so you know which one that is, right? Buttons. Yeah, come but you, you can still do buttons. I think I'd... I, in my head, when I think of Panto, I think Les Dawson as a Dame. Well, yeah. And Me that's, and you should do... I'd love to be a... Ugly sisters. Ugly sisters.
1: Yes. We could do that. That would be good, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I want to do Dame next. Our mate Vinny... He started doing Dame over last year. Andre three Vincent, yeah, yes. Because yeah. there is a natural progression from from comic yes. to
0: Dame. I think so. It lends itself, doesn't it? <laughs> <Especially, clears throat> but I wouldn't do it for the first one, especially Grumpy Dame.
1: Yeah, <laughs> gives you a chance you, to say the things you want to say. <laughs> yeah. But I think you should do Buttons, mate.
0: I Maybe. definitely think
1: you should because because you can have some fun. You can yeah. do a bit of stand up. You, you
0: know, you you, have, you do I'll tell that. You who was great? Uh, I went to see the, the the big panto at the Palladium. yeah. And uh, Paul Zerdon was but oh, there. Oh, unbelievable. The guy is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I saw, I think I saw Paul, I saw a, a show
1: once at Birmingham, and there's about three comics in it. Wow. All fighting for attention. Ooh, Gary Wilmot yeah. was
0: in it, and all sorts of people. But, you, mate, you should do your first one and do, do it straight. Someone said to me that they were in a panto uh, with some, like, old, this is like, maybe 15 years ago, and they were with, they were in a panto with some sort of older comics who'd been, you know, treading the boards for... Yeah. 40 years or so and uh, there was because it was quite competitive you know who's getting the laughs um, they'd gone out first and uh, they were talking to the, the crowd and then they said uh, Every- everybody give me a cheer yeah. and they all went hey. and when he got on stage during the interval this older comic yeah. said uh, yeah can you not do the uh, give me a cheer thing with the audience that's what and I he, do he went <laughs> I invented that
1: <laughs> I invented it oh brilliant you can't have that brilliant <laughs> so I
0: said I invented a low yeah. Can't have that. Can't have that. So that's the big, That's the big conundrum. Whether uh, and are you still in? Yeah, just I don't know what I'm doing with my next tour yet, and all yeah, oh, yeah, lots yeah. of different things. But um, and also, you know, like you said, when I did Chitty at the Lowry uh, a couple of years ago, that was a lot. That was a lot of shows. Yeah, and uh, I, I remember specifically saying to my wife. Uh, if I ever get offered a job around Christmas again with this many shows, remind me of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you're right through Christmas Eve, Boxing Day back, and it was, yeah, it was... uh, All I can say from my experience is I've never done it away from home. Yes.
1: uh, But doing it from, doing it near home was lovely. And, you know, we live in Manchester, I live in Manchester, and, and Christmas in Manchester... The markets, yeah, it's great,
0: and you're doing the panto. It felt Christmassy. Although the only problem with pantos is they go on to about the twelfth of Jan. Not all of them. No, they're no. the ones that I'm like, Ooh, yeah. that must Some be hard. Them go that. on till February, March. Imagine that, eighth of Jan, just giving it. Santa'll be here soon. Well, you go
1: from we wish you in the big sing sing at the end. We wish you a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. To in between, we hope you had a good Christmas and we bring you cheer for New Year. Yeah, New Year. I hope the resolutions are going
0: all right. <laughs> Don't forget it's nearly Lent. <laughs> Chinese New Year's <laughs> all around the corner. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What would you normally be doing over Sunday morning, Justin? Listening to this show, obviously. Of course. Awesome. Oh, was that, was that nice, textbook answer? Good answer.
1: Yeah. Good uh, answer. I've been listening to this show and dreaming. Like most people, I've yep. been getting up... I, I stopped drinking a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just stopped drinking. I, I, I didn't like have to. Yeah, alcohol, yeah. I yeah. still imbibe of liquid. Yeah. Um, and uh, I enjoy Saturday and Sunday mornings. Of Hangover. Of course, yeah, why wouldn't you? So I, I like to get up and use use Sunday mornings. Probably go out for, with, with the dog for a walk. Yeah. And we do two meal strategies on Sunday. You and the dog? No, not me and oh, the dog. Fam- on family. As a family, right. right, right. Keeps, well, I'm using all these. <laughs> I, don't know, these what's terrible, wrong you? I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have a two meal strategy on a Sunday. All right. A big breakfast and a big lunch. I see. You know what I mean? So we have our, we have our and breakfast. Are you
0: a, and are you, a lunch, are you a lunch person? Do you say lunch? Of course I don't. I say yeah, I was dinner. Say. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's what I'll be
0: doing. I'll be yeah. getting breakfast ready now. And then I'll yeah. be thinking about uh, my dinner later on. I think that's a good strategy actually for a yeah. Sunday because they're massive, aren't they? Yeah. I will tell you what happened to me though last week. I was uh, I was away with my wife. We went to Dubrovnik. Mmm. Uh, beautiful place. Beautiful. Never world. been. Uh, gorgeous. And if you've seen uh, uh, any Game of Thrones, that kind of thing it's is it set there? Is you it? know, one of the King's Landing. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Every you keep around the corner, like wow. Yeah. Can I remember this. Yeah. And uh, we were in a hotel. So we had uh, bed and breakfast in this hotel and had the breakfast. And then, of course, God, I was, I'm was i there. If it finishes at 11, we're there at 10 too, Like, we're last, yeah, yeah. last minute, you know. And we were with uh, a little girl as well. And it was a long day. You know, you go up mountains and stuff like that. And she's very picky with what she eats, right? Yeah. So breakfast time, gone to the buffet, handful of uh, sausages. Uh, croissants. Yeah. And, uh, no, not sausages. Yeah. <laughs> croissants and a couple yeah. of muffins in a napkin. And I'm away. This is what we've been taught to do as this is what children. We'll do.
1: If okay. we ever stayed in a hotel, which we very rarely did, <laughs> but on the rare occasion yeah. we ever did, you fill them up there. Yeah. you thank them. My mum used to say, it's almost like they're telling you to do it Close. by giving you the butter in sachets. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, did that. I got, thought I got away with it. <laughs> Later on, I sort of just, we're in the back of a taxi, heading somewhere. I flick on, the, uh, on one of the social media there, Facebook. Of course. Somebody at breakfast... Had spotted you. ...just saw Jason Manford stealing a couple of croissants. You can take the man out of Manchester, she put. From Dubrovnik? Yeah, that's what she put, the cheeky so-and-so. But that's the rules, isn't it. I think that is the rules. All you can eat... It doesn't say all you can eat breakfast right now. My mate
1: Chris, big lad from Sale, yeah. sunny Sale, South Manchester. He's big lad, mm. yeah, likes his breakfast. Of course. His wife, you know these people. If they go away at the buffet, he always says to her... He always gives her the nod. I'll mm. have extra of that. I'll have extra of that. Nice. Put it on your plate. Yeah. Put it on your plate, and then when we get back, I'll take it as we go along. So sometimes she'll come over and try and put it. Don't do it. Yeah, no,
0: embarrassing. I think it's fine. Yeah. Well, they're not going to use, gonna use those, tom- those things tomorrow. Of course they're not. Of course not they're in the best not. places, anyway. Oh. You would hope not. You would hope, yeah, of course, it yeah. really would. Uh,
1: speaking as a vegan... hmm oh, No, one that, no one's here. Right,
0: 20 minutes into the show. Wow, that's a new record. <laughs> <laughs> Very rarely you
1: get a nice <laughs> vegan breakfast. But I had one, in, I went to a vegan hotel in Ambleside.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, lovely. What's the difference, obviously? No meat. But no what's meat. The, but what's, the, what's it centred around? The, 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 the vegan so breakfast. So the,
1: uh, the crowning glory of it is a scrambled tofu. Which
0: mm-hmm. you're looking at me now like you're not going to enjoy that. Uh, do you know, I'm, I'm open-minded but when it's... it comes to the vegan food. <laughs> <But> the... <laughs> I had some jackfruit wings the other day.
1: You looked at me then, like my dad looked at me when he saw Boy George on top of the poppers for the first time. Yeah. Hey,
0: fair play to the fella. Hey, do you know what? Hey, whatever gets you through the nightmare. <laughs> you know, as long as they're doing it in their own house, <laughs> I'm not bothered. <laughs> on absolute radio Hey when I was in Dubrovnik last week Justin yep. it's funny how just a, a very slight change in the in language can change the whole sort of feeling of a, of a conversation. So obviously as you find out as British people when we're abroad, everyone speaks English to a brilliant standard yeah. to a slightly embarrassing level that we can't even, like, I still don't know any Croatian, and I was there for four days. I didn't
1: even know that there was a Croatian language. Quite. I thought they might have spoke something else. Yeah,
0: well, exactly. Uh, I was only when I got there realised they didn't have Euros as well. They have their own Kuna. do they? Uh, yeah, as well. I didn't realise that, which was, again, slightly awkward. It's shifting and changing, isn't oh, it? I can't, I can't keep up, can you? I can't keep up. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I did notice was because the, the thing about the very friendly, very friendly people, obviously, and you know we we saw people in mainly in customer service jobs, but very friendly very but friendly but yet still with a slight sort of James Bond bad guy accent.
1: Oh, of course. That we're
0: sort of used to. So yes. even when they're going, we're at the hotel, he's like, so Mr. Memphis, we have upgraded you to the best room in the house. And, and you're I'm thinking, like, this is a honey trap. What's wrong with that? Yeah. yeah. There's
1: going to be somebody under the bed. There's going to be a knife. Like, like a knife's
0: yeah. going yeah. to come out, a gun's going to come out, a big blade in the middle of the bed. Can I ask you a question? Yes. About customer service. Tell me.
1: Because you are a well-known... Uh, Celebrity. Mm. I know you don't like that word. I'm, I'm it's an acceptable take phrase, it right now. isn't it? Yeah. You're, you're, because you're a well-known face. Mm. When you go in a shop, yes, I'd say seventy-five percent of the people will recognise you. On occasion, yeah, yeah. I'd say seventy-five percent of customer service staff would look at you and go, either know exactly who you are, or yeah, he's after you know. Right. You're, yeah, you're yeah. Definitely yeah. in that realm. Okay. Man. You're in that realm. You and Ryland, you're in that kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. We're, the, we're there. We're there. Yeah. The
0: same. Same level. Uh,
1: so. Sometimes you might experience customer service which isn't accurate because you get it because of your they turned comfort. it on
0: up to 11. So are you acutely aware of that when you. Cause I'm presuming you're not big in Dubrovnik. Not big in Dubrovnik. No. Um, yes, a little bit. Uh, sort of suddenly, uh, yeah, there's, there are moments where you're like, queuing? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't think so. There's <laughs> a bit of that. But that happens here sometimes. Like, sometimes they'll be accused, and you think, what I wonder if you can yeah. get a table in, you go to the front, and then, and I'm like, please, like... Because obviously, again, yeah. it, I, I'm sort of so more well-known to people who are from this country, and so so yeah. someone's from somewhere else, and they're just, they've got no idea, really. they're no, staring no, no. at me as well, so that could be... But what was weird in Dubrovnik was, the word... Uh, so... If you're referring in customer service generally, if you're referring to referring to men or women, you would say "sir" yep. to a fella, and generally you would say "what, madam or ma'am or madam, 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 yeah." But for some reason, someone has told the people of uh, Dubrovnik that the word "lady" is all right. <laughs> In that accent. Yeah, and for some reason, lady. so my wife goes, <laughs> she's like, um, can, we get, um, uh, can we get a table for three? Yes, just five minutes, lady. <laughs> like it sort of, it uh, suddenly becomes really rude. <laughs> rude or, well, maybe. I'll say, okay, lady, five minutes. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. sir, five minutes is sort of fine. Yeah, yeah. But okay, lady. Like, it'll be five minutes, lady. Like, it was so yeah. weird. Just yeah, that one change of words. Well, that's the word that
1: mums use to teenage girls, isn't it? Lady,
0: yes, I guess it is, yeah. yeah, but it's not a, yeah, sort of a weird, it's just who a are word. Who you talking to, lady? It's just not a word you hear anymore. No. It was that very, helps. yeah, it was very odd. But that was a beautiful city, very highly recommended the book. on a, on a, the, You have to. What did you go there for? A city break. City break, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and and obviously, I had the the Game of Thrones sort of in the back of my mind as well. So I did. You have the
1: music in your head, just around? constantly.
0: Yeah. yeah, it must be annoying for the people who. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? I haven't. I'm no. Afraid. There's a scene that people who've, who've seen it will know uh, called the Walk of Shame, where one of the actors uh, she's, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> she's totally stripped off and she has to walk through uh, the whole town while people are shouting shame at her and spitting out and throwing. And that's called the Walk of Shame. It's called the Walk of Shame. Yeah, I mean, not uh-huh. not like a not she, like a. Yeah, she's not got her stilettos. It's not she's seven o'clock a in the, the her morning. Yes, yeah, not that. <laughs> No. And she's coming through here. Uh, through, and the, the steps are in Dubrovnik. And when I went in there, I was like, oh, my God, it's this from the Walk of Shame. And there was, this was on the first day, there was some people filming their mates as they were walking through going, shame, shame, <laughs> as they were walking through. And I thought, oh, that's quite funny. And then the next day we walked past it. And again, there's some Japanese tourists. Shame, shame, they were doing it. And some Americans, shame, shame. I thought, God, if you live up there, yeah, you must be thinking, oh, come on now. I have heard this a million times. (laughs) Jason, Jason, Absolute Radio, Sanford, where
1: real music matters.
0: How do you do in this uh, lovely weather, Justin? I
1: like it. I embrace it. Fan (laughs) of the heat? Not so much the heat. Mm. What I love are late, warm evenings. Oh, yes. I love a late dog walk, Mm -hmm. uh, up a hill. Like that. Yeah, up a hill, sunset. My favourite thing.
0: I like a sunset. I do love a sunset. When we're on holiday, when we're away, we often Google what time is sunset yeah. and make plans around the sunset. sunset. So we're around for In them.
1: Australia, oh, you've yeah. been to Australia, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Australia, a big thing there socially is sundowners. Mm. So drinks at sunset.
0: Oh, nice. Let's have sundowners.
1: I like that. That's
0: great. The problem it? here is nine times out of ten you can't see it going down. It just suddenly becomes dark, doesn't it, because yeah. of the clouds. Yeah, yeah. Dusk. Um... Well, look. listen to this, right? It's so hot, it's raining grass.
1: I don't understand. Explain.
0: Well, Tanya Randall, 46, filmed balls of dry grass falling like snow from the sky last week, which bizarrely turns out to be a spectacle caused by the hot weather. She spotted the amazing phenomenon as she left her home in Tewkesbury, Gloucestershire, Mm -hmm. to go to work, and she had never seen anything like it, she says. She's never seen anything like it? Never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it? Experts at the Met Office believe the grass is from a recently cut field. Yeah. Uh, these are what the experts have said.
1: (laughs) Where else would it be
0: from? (laughs) Not from special grass clouds. Uh, (laughs) And has risen... I don't think they're experts. I think they've just gone... I was just telling him it's from a nearby field. Uh, and has risen because the ground has heated the air above it. Yeah. This causes the air to rise yep. and carries the grass aloft. That makes yep. sense. It does make sense. It's almost like wind, isn't it? It's a bit like wind. Yeah. It's a bit like... Like when sand science, comes in from the Sahara. Don't, don't they have these sometimes, doesn't it, like, rain frogs sometimes? Have you a read plague, about that? A plague of frogs, yeah. Like,
1: that's, a, that's a whirlwind or yeah, a typhoon that like comes them up in. and gets yeah. yeah. Tanya? Do you know what, you know what cat, raining cats and dogs means? Does it
0: just mean it's raining a lot, doesn't it?
1: Well, yeah, but it's from oh. it's from uh, like most of our sayings. It comes from uh, London when it was a very crowded place. Yeah, and and it would the cats and dogs would often die in the gutters. All oh, right, and if it rained that much, they would flush them out, and it would rain cats and dogs.
0: Crikey, well,
1: mm. keep it light, Justin. Sunday morning,
0: uh, Tanya, a pet sitter Ironically, uh, said you could see dark shades in the sky, and then the grass fell down gently. It was very localized, just around houses in our area. That no one else saw. I've never saw (laughs) it. I've never seen anything like it before. It was very bizarre. It felt like snow. It was so calm and gentle, falling all around us. The grass was long and looked like it had come from a field.
1: All right, Tanya. Of course, it's come from a field. I'll be honest with you. You wouldn't feel warm and mellow if you just watched Chernobyl. (laughs) No. No. and something started falling
0: on you like that. Yeah, that's a good show, isn't it? Uh, Gregory Dewurst, Met Office forecaster, said, uh, we can't confirm this occurred with strong thermals in the local area. Thermals occur from the strong summer sunshine, heating the ground, and then in turn, the heats of the air above it, and it rises. He sounds like a laugh at parties. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Have you had a go at this... uh, this new app yeah, that everyone sort of
1: would keeps you making you older would you like to hear a conspiracy theory oh go all on right. go on so you know there's a conspiracy theory that facebook is run by the cia i do not know this but yeah I'm the happy people to say hear it. well well the, the, uh, your image now and your name yeah. is in a database of course so you know we've all seen jason Byrne films J- J- jason, jason Byrne Bob, films Bob. <laughs> Jason Bourne <laughs> I love so films. I'll <laughs> get you know with my special eye.
0: <laughs> the Jason Bourne films. The yes. Jason
1: Bourne films where it's all facial recognition. Yeah. So the idea is that the you know some shadowy organisation right. has got everybody's name and face. And now with FaceApp, oh. now with FaceApp, if we go, I'm not getting on social media anymore. You know, you've had a little bit of a social media detox, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going. I'm not doing so much social media. The CIA. Yeah, oh, and the yeah. KGB. Right, yeah. and they're working together now. And they're all working together. They get on going, I bet they get on. They get on now, and they're going, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to know what Jason looks like in yeah. 30 years. Ah, oh, so
0: you can never get away with you things. Because you've already done your face up. I want to know what Jason Mavid looks like as a dog with a big tongue. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the KGB do now.
1: <laughs> you wow. know, uh, my uh, friend of mine, uh, she put, because uh, I think we're now at the end
0: of the face up uh, bubble, Think so because everyone's
1: going. I'm sick of seeing people look old. Yeah,
0: Yeah, a few people. I'd. I'd. uh, Mick Ferry put um, a picture of a uh, just a grave. Yeah, this is what I look like in 20 years. That's funny. (laughs) It's pretty dark. So a friend of mine
1: and she put on. uh, She went. I I was going to post a picture of my old face, but I'm too vain to be honest with you. And I think maybe it's too far. She went. And my face looks like a nasty old woman who who, who steals sweets off children. Right. So I'm not going to put mine on. Yeah. So I got her face and thought, I
0: wonder if it does look like that. So do, I asked what she looks like normally. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice face. And she does look like a she nasty does. old woman. Yeah. I've got to say, when it comes to the face apps, and there was one a little while back, wasn't there, where people were gender swapping their yeah. faces. You, actually, I still think about yours. Mate, I do. Yeah. I've got. I know. She's great. Sexy. She's great. So that is my ideal yeah. woman. It's me as a woman. Janice Manford. <laughs> but what was funny is. And the same with this face app thing, because my one, I look like a, quite a distinguished sort of, on one of quite a Tom Hanks type figure, maybe Russell Crowe on a couple of them. You've been using your publicity shots. I mean, I though? have used great photos, <laughs> with well a twinkle. lit, well lit photos. Yeah, yeah. Already got a bit of makeup on. Yeah. But uh, even so, the apps are very much geared to make men look pretty good, yes. and women and terrible. Yes. I've not seen one from a woman that yeah. I've gone, fair play. Yeah, I mean, we're moving into the... the conspiracy. Fake, That's a conspiracy theory. deep
1: fake, isn't it? It's like these movies now where they can put people's faces in and change them Can't and things say like anything? You can Well, I remember a few years ago, me and uh, our mutual friend, John Thompson, yes. had a little joke. When an iPhone app first came out, you could morph a photo. So we would get pictures of our children and we'd just make their nose a bit bigger... Right. I'll give them a huge forehead. <laughs> and the joke was, you'd get the picture of your kid and go, oh, there's my baby. And just show it to somebody and watch their
0: reaction. <laughs> they say, you look very clever. Massive big head. <laughs> it, well, I, that's terrifying me now, the, your conspiracy theory. I don't think it's real. Well, you know, that's what they want you to think. Hey, talking of conspiracy
1: theories, can we talk about Area 51 in a bit?
0: Yeah, let's do that after the news. Jason... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Justin Morehouse, Manchester legend. Well, well I What? Uh, thank you. I know, it's a, I know what you're saying. You're going to say that's like a backhanded compliment. Well,
1: it, it comes on the back of a friend of ours, John... Uh, uh, sorry, Phil Nickel, Right. Uh, sent, um, sent me and a, a few other comedians mm-hmm. a little WhatsApp group message. Yeah. Saying he'd been asked to write an article about veterans in comedy and how do we all feel about it. I just had to leave the group. I went, I think you've got me in mistake of somebody else. Yeah, veteran. Ah, horrible, innit?
0: We started at the same time, didn't we? Yeah, but I'm a bit older than you. You are, yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but veteran means how long you've been doing it. Yes. because How I've been old doing you are?
0: 20 it's years. About 20 years now. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're coming up to our, when we, because you start and you mess about. Yeah. But actually, full time, about 2000, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, once I started getting those weekends. Woo-hoo. When did
1: you win the Cha-ching. City Life Community? 99 or 2000? talk
0: about it, but I won it in 99 and you won it in 2000. 2000, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a bit more, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, that was a fluke. <laughs> it wasn't. I was there. <laughs> was, I was, mine was a fluke. It was not, mate. And then we went to the Edinburgh Festival. yeah, we slept on on, uh, somebody's couch. Yeah, because we didn't realise that you had to have accommodation. No, so that'll be all right. Rock up. (laughs) Good times. Very comfy couches. I still remember them. Still remember them. Are you going to the Edinburgh Festival this year? I'm going to watch, but I'm not doing a show this year.
1: I'm doing a show next year. I've already decided. Oh,
0: have you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you got any theme to it already? Yeah, it's about standards. It's called standards. Nice.
1: So I'm just that's the word I'm using to write my stuff. So what okay. are my standards. Yes. But if you if you want a kind of serious point here. uh uh-huh. I'm oh, thinking about writing my point. new comedy and I'm trying not to upset anybody or you know. Well, yeah. Which uh is difficult Hard. and because we're privileged, middle aged white men. Mm. So life is pretty easy for us. Mostly yeah, it is now, yeah. So I've decided that uh, instead of, like, mocking anybody else, I'm just going to self-deprecate <laughs> for an hour. I'm just going to have a, an hour of self-loathing.
0: Well, I've got to say, that's, that's always been my... I think that's why I do, none of my jokes get in trouble, really, because often I am the foot the yeah. of my I, jokes. I think that's the thing of round here, where yeah. we're from. Yeah.
1: I think and we laugh yeah. for ourselves, and we spent our entire lives having people... Having a go at the yeah. You've well so you got loads of material.
0: <laughs> but are, uh, have, Although have... I have started, you know what I have done? I've done what? This is this is a good little plan for me. Uh, I did the little DNA swab recently mm-hmm. uh, for not for a crime. I've not done anything. No, I'm not no. being questioned for one of these to uh, find out where you're from. Find out where you're from, and w- I'm waiting for it to come through because when I find out, every single place I'm from, I'm yeah. writing jokes about.
1: Exactly. what exactly. oh, Do mean? You... No, but I am twelve percent Somalian, so nah, I'm allowed to do that. You're going to be eighteen nine percent West of Ireland <laughs> and eleven percent Salford. Do you know what the, You might I have know. a bit of you because you're from Salford. Mm. What you might have, do you know? This is a fact. Go on. There is uh, Native American blood is running through really? Salford. Yeah, you know. Do you not know this story? No,
0: I don't know this. Oh, it's another link, really, isn't it? Is it? Well, we but well, let's save it then. All right. Music matters. All right, well, I'm, I'm itching to find out now. Okay, so uh,
1: we were talking earlier. Uh, Wild Bill, Buffalo Bill's circus. Right. Travelled around Europe, didn't it, at the turn of the 18th into the 19th into the 20th century? Yeah, uh,
0: you, uh, you're already talking about things I've no idea about. You
1: know Buffalo Bill. I know and Buffalo all that, Bill. And all that,
0: and the circus yeah, came. But I didn't know it came it, here.
1: Yeah, it came everywhere. Right, okay. And they camped in the Manchester area on the banks right. of the Ship Canal. Okay. And they would travel from there. They were here quite a long time uh, because they'd just come from the Battle of Little Bighorn. Oh, I This is see. all true. I
0: believe And there is,
1: there is, I think it's Cherokee or Sioux Blood oh. lines found in people around Salford, which is why, not too far from where we're recording this show now, the streets called Michigan Avenue oh. and Kansas Avenue. You know those streets from there? Yeah, the yeah. Of Langworthy. And that's what it all is. Maybe I've got a bit of Native
0: American in I me. I think you're part Irish. part Part? Part Sioux. Yeah, I reckon I could. Yeah. Boy named Sue. That's me. I'm... So have you done it for a TV programme? No, I just did it for, for my yourself? own nosiness, yeah. All oh, right, right, right. So I got me and my wife for Christmas, but I just got her the DNA one where you find out where you're from. Yeah. We've still not done them. Start, I mean, what, we're on July. That's yeah, yeah. how I've not even got around to doing it. But I've also got the one with the health thing on it. Yeah. The way you can find, basically find out what you're going to die of. Do you want to know <laughs> that, No. I know. Though? I know, but I'm too nosy, so I'm you like... You see, I wouldn't want that. And I, I it's know. the same
1: reason why we're getting our uh, alarm upgraded at mm. home. And they're going, do you want cameras in the house? And I'm like, absolutely not. In the house. If someone yeah. breaks into my house... Yeah. They broke into my house. I don't need to see them doing it. I know, but then what? Uh,
0: yeah, I guess so. You but get, you get... An alert
1: on your phone and seeing somebody going through your knicker drawer.
0: That's true, yeah.
1: No, I know what you're saying. Unless that's a particular thing you're into... <laughs> But I'm not. I don't want to see anybody doing
0: that. No, and I, I mean, my wife said, oh, why did, you, why did you get that one? You didn't have to get that one. Now you know how you're going to die. I don't think it is specific. It's not like, on the 12th of June, <laughs> you walked in front of a bus. That'll be the future. That will be the future. And then your face app will come on Well, and show you death mask. That's what my wife says. She said, "She said, oh, I showed her the picture of what I look like as an old man. And she said, oh, it's like, like you've just gone to the last page of a book and oh. just shown me. <laughs> That's quite <laughs> cute, though, isn't it? That is quite cute. Jason Manford, Justin. We have uh, we actually play the Lowry Theatre. Uh, we both played the Lowry many, yep. many times. One of my favourite places on God's green earth. It's a fabulous theatre. Um, do you know what happened to me recently when I played there? This was on the last one of the last nights of my tour. I was there. It was a Saturday night. Yeah, mate. Uh, we talked about it on the show very briefly. Sold we, out. Th- yeah, I don't want cocktails. to about it, but yeah, it, was, yeah. it was sold out,
1: yeah. Well, can I just mention that I'm going to be doing it at the last date of my talk, and it be in January.
0: Right. The big
1: room for the first time in my career. The big career. room.
0: Yeah. It's a lovely room. A big room. You deserve to be there. It's a big room. It is a big room, but you've got a good... Uh, Christmas is... Christmas you know, presents. Then and that's, why I, that's why I've done it. Good idea. Go and see Justin Morehouse at the Lowry in the big room. Um, so the theatre was uh, evacuated...
1: Oh my word. So Tez
0: Ilyaz, Yep. who was the support my support that night, uh finished his bit. Well that's can I just I mean I did diverge. I'm stopping you doing your mm. story here.
1: But that's a brave choice for a support act. I know he's very good, isn't he? He's
0: too good. I, I like it. I like someone who's too good. Mm, not like too him. good. They bring you they bring you up to their to Maybe their it. level. You never asked me to do it. No, no, no. So when too you sim- say too, too good. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Too similar. <laughs> so Tez did the show, nailed it, absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Um left, uh, uh, Goodnight Infidels was one of the last lines uh, wow. of his show. Yeah. Got little, it was in context to what he'd been talking about. <laughs> Finished and then the alarms went off. Wow. <laughs> yes. And quite a lot of people thought, Craig, he's really... Part of the joke. He's really sold this gag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, then it was evacuated, Fire Brigade called... And, uh, wow. and it turns out, uh, we mentioned it on the show a few weeks back and it made the local press, uh, that someone had sat on their uh, Chinese phone, those Hawaii phones or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sat on it and it started smoking into the sky and set off the alarms. Blimey. Um, so, and that's what we saw backstage. It was just like one of these 2,000 people had to leave? Yeah, and wh- the whole theatre. Where is the uh, place where you stand outside the theatre? Nando's. Stand outside, got to stand outside Nando's. Two thousand yeah. of them. Two thousand people outside Nando's. Yeah, uh, and uh, so that was that's what happened. That's that that was the story. So, but on Facebook, what I said was, uh, I said I want to know if anyone, uh, either yourself or, or 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 someone you know, has ever done anything that's caused a delay to a gig, show, yes. or event. Brilliant. And, crikey, some of the responses we got from... I mean, some of them were little things. Claire says, My husband fainted at our wedding ceremony. The priest had to delay until he'd been checked over by one of our guests, who luckily was a paramedic. Yeah. That can happen, though. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a little wobble on occasion. Kat Leonard, "Uh, Not an event, but I did manage to cause 300-plus children to be evacuated from a school I worked at on my second day of the job because I burnt some toast. That's not a good start, no, is no, it? not a second day, no. That's not a good start at all. Uh, Kate uh, says, Most of my family are farmers. Uh, we were all late for my auntie's memorial service due to the cows getting out and the hour <laughs> to get them back in. The vicar very kindly delayed the, surf, the, the service. Very nice of him. That was very nice. So uh, don't text them in, but do feel free to let us know on social media, uh, on, the, on Absolute Radios or my own, uh, your reasons for uh, causing a delay to a gig, show or event on absolute radio
1: Where music matters. toyed with this one I on. struggled with it Struggled mm. with whether I should tell the story or not all right <laughs> I'm taking you back okay take us back okay it's about 1982 1983 it's the East Manchester Scouts swimming gala at Denton swimming pool lovely my brother has taken part in the 10 meter width race he's only a little he was a little cool yeah. at the time yeah the whole gala had to be ended. Because my brother had a poo
0: in the water. Yes.
1: Oh, no. My mum said, could you not just fish it out? To which they said, no, we have to no. go. Completely.
0: <laughs> and would you want that? Could you imagine that? Oh, poor guy. I
1: know. Still not letting it down. No, what? Well, That's not with Tim you as his Hamps. brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be a what? A comedian? Brilliant. <laughs> oh, man. I know. That's awful. That's awful. Uh, we've got some more on the on the Facebook here. Jason Kilshaw says, At my son's birthday celebration, his mother lit his cake. It had one of those massive firework-style Roman candles on. Whoa. We're at a Tempin bowling centre on a Saturday afternoon. It <laughs> set off the alarms. The whole complex had to be evacuated. <sighs> We'd already finished our game, so just got in our cars and headed off <laughs> just as the fire brigade were arriving. Oh. See ya! Oh. oh, my goodness. It's... It, it can happen. It's, it, it's so easy to happen as well, these things.
1: Um, when things escalate, have you ever seen that footage on, say on Facebook or YouTube or something mm. where the guy comes out of, I think it's Paddington Station, there's a temporary fence up. Right. And he thinks he can hop over it and it go, and he knocks the fencing over, and it's the whole oh. length of that. It's absolutely brilliant. People, you need to find
0: that. It's good. It's good. Oh, my goodness. Daniel Brown, I managed to evacuate Liverpool Museum when I was doing work experience at my old junior school. It was a silly idea leaving a teenage girl in charge of four seven year olds who opened the fire doors. Oh. Yeah, you can't it's weird isn't it when when you leave kids in charge of kids. Yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't be doing <laughs> it in public. That's why there are laws against it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Zoe Nettleship. That's a good name, isn't it? Nettleship. That
1: is a gr- that sounds like a vegan snack. <laughs> What are we having? we have some
0: Zoe's nettle chips. Uh, myself, Dad and many others had booked up the whole front row to watch the return of the to the Forbidden Planet and were running late. They held off starting the show to wait for us to get there. Then the cast made a big show of us uh, in the front of the whole audience. It was amazing and embarrassing at the same time. That's not really the subject. That's no. you being late for a show. Yeah, that's not. No. That's not the same.
1: No, you've been late for Zoe Nettlechip. What
0: are you like with um, latecomers? Do you let
1: them off? <laughs> well, what do we want? <laughs> come in. You, are you are latecomers come in? Of course I am, yes. Yeah,
0: absolutely fine.
1: Until there's a certain point. If they're like 25 minutes yeah. late, then they've missed the show. I know,
0: that is annoying. Yeah. But the first few minutes, absolutely. Oh, it's gold. It's what I'd rather
1: they were a bit late.
0: Well, because I'm... Because I'm quite nice and friendly on stage. I rarely... I'm not one of them who's like, you're fat, you're bald, you're ginger, goodnight. Like, I'm not that sort of comic. But if they're late... It's a great act, though. I know. And I heard heard who it was. (laughs) (laughs) But if they're late, then they've sort of already broken the contract. they broke the contract, that's right. I'm kind of fine with that.
1: You know uh, our friend Freddie Quinn? Yes. He was working at Liverpool's fantastic Hot Water Comedy Club. Mm -hmm. And the phenomenon, that is Paul Smith. Mm. Uh, You might have seen him on the internet. He's on all these things. And uh, he does a lot of uh, audience banter. And so he's very attractive to the audience and they all come see Paul Smith. Yes. And if he's not on, other people will compare. And Freddie Quinn said to a bloke on the front row, what's your name, man? Where are you from? And a bloke from the boat went, you're doing Paul's act! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, It is hard, though. Have you, ever, have you ever actually been on a front row of a comedy club? Yeah, what do you say? <sighs> did you do it when you went to New York? Or did you sit on the front? No, thankfully I didn't, but I did it in, at the Soho Theatre. I went to see um, Barry Todd. Yeah? And uh, ended up sat in the front because no one else was sat in the front. And he was right. like, What do you do for a living? I was like, Oh, clubber. Yeah. I thought, oh, oh, I can't. What do you do? Oh, it was awful. One of the worst experiences of my life. My first kick, my brother came and heckled. Oh, Not yeah. me. Heckled he, oh. it was Brendan Riley. <sighs> Brendan was comparing. He heckled Shh. Brendan. Oh, there's nothing worse. No. Stuart says, I was helping out a kickboxing tournament, looking after our team. Our fighters finished and I was bought a pint, which on the way back to the changing rooms, I dropped. Glass smashed everywhere. All the fighters oh. made their entrance in bare feet. You're kickboxing. I've, ne- I've never cleaned a mop so fast in my oh. life. I imagine them all just looking at you. Well done, mate. Kickboxers. <laughs> Don't want to annoy them. What? The only thing that's soft
1: about them is the bottom of the feet.
0: <laughs> Jason. Absolute radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Gemma Kay, Listen to this one. At a school bingo night. So big... I mean, yeah. the stakes are high. Yes, I wanted to help turn the volume up on the microphone. I ended up unplugging the bingo machine so I lost all the numbers that everyone had done. They all had to start their card again. Some of them might have just been sweating. <gasps> sweating on one. Yeah. They might have been... Livid. You do not Don't get involved. Don't, just don't touch things. Sanctity of bingo, mate. <sighs> Loretta. My brother set fire to the vicar's robes at the crib service on Christmas Eve with his candle when we were kids. My mum was desperately blowing air on the vicar to try and put the fire out. <laughs> that, that sounds like an explanation. Everything, yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. What was mum doing? Sounds like the, the back-engineering yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't
1: it? It does sound like <laughs> the end of a farce. <laughs> I was blowing the fire I was <laughs> blowing the fire off the,
0: off the priest's cassock. <laughs> Uh, Naomi Armstrong when I was a kid a projectile vomited all over the person next to me during a play at the Lowry Theatre they had to end Act 1 early and have an extended interval while they removed the entire seat oh
1: that's was, not nice I was in uh, Bristol a small theatre on my tour and uh, I'd taken my dog with me I don't yeah. normally take my dog with me and I'm coming to the end of the first is half is a act? no 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 she's in the dressing <laughs> oh, assume, room right? okay. and I'm coming to the end of the first half and the curtain started rustling and she'd heard my voice and the dress she'd walk up and oh, he must be out there. And she'd walk down the stairs and she'd walk to the curtain and made it move and I said to the audience, did you see that move?" And they went, yeah. And I pulled it she just walked out and just sat down and looked at the audience and they all went, ah, oh, I went, well, that's the end of the first half <laughs> Yeah.
0: because I can't beat that. <laughs> You've been upstaged by a Labrador. <laughs> I had, um, oh, talking, I mean, not that we want to talk about it too much because people are sorting breakfast out and whatever, but um, at Middlesbrough Town Hall, mm-hmm. every time I do Middlesbrough Town Hall, something happens. And I had, one, I had one, one week when I was there where uh, the show was delayed by 45 minutes because there was a pigeon loose in the hall. That's, that's it, northern. I mean, it could not have been more northern. And when I came out to check, it was like quarter past eight. The show was supposed to start at, at, at half seven. And I thought, what's going on here? I better go and check. And I went in. And, I mean, it's massive, the town hall as well. Huge, yeah, three yeah. stories high. There was two 17-year-olds on ladders. I was like, ladders! <laughs> It's got wings, mate. <laughs> but the reason I mentioned—what are you doing there? Is it an air rifle? Well, yeah, they had to get some. Oh. I think they had to come expert in to come and sort it. Not I a did, nice way to start a show. I did some filming last week for
1: mm. uh, that TV show that's on in the day. I'll be on in the new year. Moving on.
0: Oh, it's great. Yeah, I did one of
1: them. Yeah, do the, you know the, the dramas? Yeah, and you know it's 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 high quality drama, mm. but it's done on a budget. Very much so. And it was filmed in Liverpool. And it mm-hmm. was Ian poulsen Davis was directing, and I played a small. I got a small little. Yeah, part great. In it. We had to hurry up with filming because this is the most scouse thing that's ever happened on a film set. We're filming in the flat, and the lights went out because the money had run out on the card meter. 100% true. That's amazing. We pressed the emergency button so we could carry on. Right, we've got another 20 minutes. Yes.
0: Music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Justin Morehouse uh, is uh, not Edinburgh this year, but you've got a tour coming up.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm carrying on my tour. So it's my shows the Northern Joker. It started in January and it finishes next January. Yeah. And uh, as you know, this time of year, it's a bit quieter, isn't it? Touring wise, mm. you don't do as much, but uh, I'm back on uh, Burton in August and then off all, all around the country.
0: Yeah, I made the mistake last summer. I just ploughed on me. Obviously, yeah. the World Cup was on, so that was hard. Yeah. But also, it was roasting. And those yeah. old theatres were not designed for it. No, and, well, I, they've not asked for me,
1: so <laughs> we've done it in two lots. So, autumn's a nice time to tour, isn't it, towards Christmas? Yes. And it's magical, then yeah, we'll finish off with a lowry. True. But really, I, I love stand-up comedy, as you know. It's great. Yeah, and I'm kind of missing it. So, I'm doing a few festivals, like yourself. Yes, yes. Where am I going? I'm going to be Kendall Calling. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, next great weekend. Festival. and Deer Shed, which is a great one. i not done that. York, brilliant. Right. And then I'm doing a couple of these Rewind festivals. Okay. Where it's all the 80s acts. Oh, brilliant. So I'm just going to do jokes that are politically incorrect these days. Of course.
0: That's, that's the idea. You can do that, can't you? you? Get away yeah. with it,
1: can't you? <laughs> what
0: year is it? 1984?
1: Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Bloody, hey, Margaret Thatcher, hey.
0: <laughs> That'll be a laugh. Uh, we were t- well, I hope none of them are called off because we were talking earlier about shows being cancelled or delayed because of something you did or events or... It could be absolutely anything. Uh, Tony Morley says, "'Recently I was on a flight from Spain to Manchester, "'landed on time, then we had to wait over an hour and a half on the runway. "'Eventually security boarded the plane, police surrounded it, "'came right to my seat.' Apparently I'd picked up the wrong laptop at Alicante and I was a potential security issue. Don't wow. think I was too popular. My How do you goodness. pick up the wrong... Yeah, I don't know. That's
1: like them films isn't it, where they put a case down and pick the other case up. And you up. pick the
0: other one up and then you end up in a...
1: What are you doing, lady?
0: Being, cha- <laughs> being chased, yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny Earl, here's a, talking about Rewind, There's an old school injury. I got my head stuck in the railings at a circus when I was six. Call the show off. That's been a That's while. It. That's uh, did that ever happen? I, I only, only in a Beano cartoon. Uh, yeah, uh,
1: tell me next you had a
0: saucepan on your head. <laughs> Stood on a rake, looked down a hose. <laughs> cartoon accidents. They had to stop the whole of the circus uh, as the ringmaster helped free my stricken bonds. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love I
1: love. It. I love that. My, that. That is my favourite kind of thing. That The, the, the reminder that we are stupid. We're thick, aren't we? Yeah. We're animals. yeah. And boys as well.
0: Oh, particularly talk about it in
1: my show at the minute about boys learn to walk and they just walk into stuff. Yeah. And that's their lives. (laughs) Girls don't walk into...
0: Boys are just dumb, aren't they? We are, aren't we? We are. And we just rarely grow out of it. (laughs) Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Do you believe in the... that there's something out there? God? Yeah, no, 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 no. Aliens. Lower down. Um,
1: Aliens. I think we would be naive to suggest that there wasn't another living thing
0: in the Mm, thing. In the universe. Do I believe in all this? I know what we want to talk about now. We're talking about Area 51 and all that. Over 600,000 people have signed up to a Facebook event which plans to storm Area 51. The event titled... Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us, with memes aplenty and tongue-in-cheek comments. It has had the unintended consequence of prompting people to sign up in earnest or create counter-events to say how stupid the event is. Uh, Area 51, for the people who do not know, I'm sure you will do, if you've seen many films, is a US Air Force facility which has been the inspiration for many conspiracy theories, particularly regarding alien life. By all accounts, uh, people believe that uh, a crashed UFO spaceship is there. Others believe the government used it to study time travel. Oh, it's just a private airbase. It is a private airbase. Well, the the um, the the air force have had to issue a statement to say, "Don't come." No, because it's a it's a military yeah, base. Don't. I mean, try, but. Don't, Here, don't try. Here's my thing with all this crashed UFOs and all that thing. Mm-hmm. I
1: think there are alien life forces out there. I yeah. think in the galaxies and the billions of galaxies in the universe and continually expanding existence of what is it, mm-hmm. there's going to be other life. You know, Of course. Of course there is. Do they come specifically and visit us and all that? Mm. I don't think so. Because if they do, so. why do they just go to certain places in America? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They go to Rome. Rome's lovely. Those nice, nice places, yeah. Yeah, they go to Kuala Lumpur. Go Devon? Devon! Devon's and nice. Alien would like a cream tea. They just seem to go to these places where, you know, American people say... And, and there's always that kind of inference as well, isn't there? They've mm. been doing things with them.
0: You Pro, know, probing, probing them. Probing them. You know, that's the word. <laughs> that's the
1: word, yeah. I, I've got a problem with this, because this Area 51 story has been going on at the same time as the talk of it's been 50 years since man landed on the moon. Yes. So there's a big space thing. I've had a row with the current potential second Mrs. Morris this week. Right. Not a row, but we've had sort of like, ooh, an impasse. Okay. Um, I told her I had no interest in space. Right, okay. It's
0: quite a big concept, it isn't, a big, isn't it? Yeah.
1: I am not excited by space travel whatsoever. Don't, you know all these films, Apollo 11? Yeah. Moon, all these things, Gravity. I'm just not bothered. Not bothered. 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. Aliens. I know what you're saying, but I just do. You know what it is? Star Wars.
0: I'm frightened of it. Frightened. I'm
1: frightened of Of, of the world the, of, of, the, of the what's world. out there, the universe.
0: It's too creation. big. It's too big to. Con- well, the thing what it does for me sometimes when I think about the Earth is I feel inconsequential. I think, what's the what, well? You know, we all we all listen. We all
1: think you're inconsequential. <laughs> that would have been a cruel jibe to a friend who's invited me onto his show for
0: cash money. But it makes you feel. Small, it Time, like, yeah, n- not important. And, and the things you worry about, the things you think about, and the things that you've done, and you, you think. Well, We've that? had this discussion before. we i out at that?
1: night thinking, where does the universe end? But what comes after that? And it just, ca- just carries on. Your head goes. But I don't find it. I, I find it quite bleak. Those entertainment films about it.
0: What, what about Independence Day? That's good. Well, no, because they come here then, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that's good. They, they're like here and ones. it's a home tie. Yeah, yeah. I like them ones. Mark, do you know the um, the the center? The, in the UK, where we get the most UFO spots,
1: I think I do know where it is. Is it round here? Is it up the it's bro- valley? Longdendale
0: Valley, Dudley. Dudley. Dudley is the UFO hotspot of the UK. All right. I, um, and I used to talk about this because there was a brilliant quote once. They were they were interviewing people from there, and this woman had seen the most UFOs in the town that gets the most UFOs. We don't even have to say allegedly, do we? Not even have to say allegedly. No. no. And she said. It was my favourite quote because she said, um, she was like, I look out the window. And she said, uh, "She said, and it was just a phrase of it, she said, I saw a Dorito-shaped object in the sky. That's where her brain went <laughs> when describing shapes. Not triangle, Justin. <laughs> Dorito, a Dorito. A Dorito shape. How shaped. many Doritos have you seen that it's taken over? Um, triangle as your reference to a three-sided shape. That's... Of course, she's seen aliens in Dudley.
1: Of course, she has. Cut down on the Doritos, love. Jason,
0: Jacob. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Justin Morehouse is here. We were chatting uh, earlier on in the show about delaying an event or causing an evacuation or whatnot. This happened in the paper. This is in the paper this week. A London North Western Railway service between Bletchley and London Euston was delayed for quite a while at Harrow and Wellstone Station after a, pa- a passenger got her hair stuck in the doors of the train. Ooh. A member of the train crew had to make an announcement over the tannoy to explain the reason behind the train's delay. The passenger was then asked to open the doors of the train to ensure all her hair was inside the garage. The train continued shortly after leaving the station, a couple of minutes after its scheduled report. A spokesperson for London North Western Railway says our 634 service uh, was delayed uh, after a female passenger's hair extension ah. got caught in the door. So she wasn't aware, was she? She, she wasn't know. even aware, because she would not able to feel it. No. Crikey. I, I do... You know, when you're running for that train, that yeah. when those doors are closing, it is tempting to get on, but... It's a bit it's Indiana Jones isn't it Yeah you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> And we're not as fit As Indiana Jones And when you get on the When I, you get on the tube Like in London And you, and you, you
1: just get on But then it's packed oh,
0: So you have to just push it up Into someone's right fresh Yeah, And
1: you've got a bag on Armpit Do you take
0: your bag off You should though Shouldn't you You should really But I always feel awkward Taking my bag off oh, like, Excuse no. me Excuse me Excuse me I think it it's just off anyway, put it down by your feet, I don't know. I right? don't know what the rules are. I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. I had a moment on the train the other day. Listen to this. This is uh, this is a hero level. Right? Yeah. I'm going to big myself up here, yeah. right? So last week, I started colouring in. Okay. Right? Just like a... I, I am judging you. Judge me. Yeah. I, I've been doing it with the kids. i felt quite like this. Yeah. And uh, I was looking for something that was a bit sort of, you know... Just come away from the anxiety of the world sometimes. So I thought, you know, I'm going to go for it. Anyway, I bought some. What are you laughing at me for? You so, in. so I bought a colouring in, book and uh, some some felt tips and that and pencils. Anyway, yeah. I'm I'm on the train. I'm not doing it on the train, by the way. I'm oh, not right. sat there colouring. No,
1: I do it in the privacy of my own because home. Because you would have to take it because they'll bring it round for you. No. <laughs> they have little
0: packs. No, I'm not doing it on the train. I was right. I was just sat... Privacy of my own home. <laughs> yeah, what I do. If I pop the lid off a felt tip, I'm not anything. ramming it down your throat. No. And then colouring it in. Um, we was on the train and there was, um, there was a pregnant woman about sort of four or five uh, seats behind me and she had a toddler, sort of three years old, mm. who was full of... E numbers and beans and was yeah. running around the place a business. Naughty. Well, just she was just yes. energetic. she was energetic right. and uh, full of life. Yeah. Full of life. She running up and down the Neither carriage, a crack, <laughs> as down our the... parents would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah, running up and down the carriage, being noisy. And it's a yeah. two and a half hour journey. You know, it was it was, yeah. the, it was the Sunday evening one, so it's a bit oh. lame, it takes a bit longer. And there's a couple of businessmen sort of, <sighs> you know, yeah, so yeah, giving yeah, it yeah. out. And anyway,
1: I could I could hear that. Can I just interject? Well, cheeky little weekend upgrade.
0: Oh, absolutely. Got, yeah, got, you absolutely. had a chicken weekend? Yes. Of course, of yeah. And And uh, she's running around, and the, I can hear the mother sort of at the end of her tether a little bit. And she's, her battery's gone on her phone. So she's not even got any games no, that do she do. can play. She sat there for two hours. And then I remembered, what's in, what's in my bag? So I went over.
1: And I said, it's a good job you are well known.
0: <laughs> I said, hiya. And she said, yeah. And she went, yeah, hello. I said, um, does she want to do some colouring in? <laughs> She said, what? I said, here, out my bag, felt tip pens, some paper. I said, knock yourself out. Ah, oh, lovely. And honestly, she looked at me like, I, like I'd just given uh, a parched woman a, a glass of water beautiful, in the middle of a... Beautiful take. moment. Thank you. And then, you see, you could, you, you could get away with that because she knows who you
1: are. <laughs> if I walk to somebody on the train to, Does your kid want to do some colouring in with me?
0: I brought not her me with, on book and not with me, I wasn't sat with her. <laughs> All right. No, I just, I left her to it. And, okay. And then I went and sat down. And when I sat down, the businessman sat opposite me, went, he just mouthed, he went, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, he's going to go, do you get any more? Put the pencils. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I hope you're enjoying this Sunday. Bit more calm and relaxing than last Sunday.
1: Yeah, last Sunday was a sporting day of excellence, it was, wasn't it? it?
0: Yeah. This time of year, I love watching the Tour de
1: France. I'm a I'm a fan of cycling. Right. I enjoy it. And then the cricket season's on as well. And then there's a little bit of tennis was on last weekend as well. Was a bit well. Of Wimbledon. Yeah. But it was the cricket World Cup final. Uh, you're yes. not
0: a massive cricket fan, are you? I don't. I, I don't. I don't know the rules. No. I don't did know you how watch they score it, a bit? it. So I did watch it, um, but then somebody said uh England are in the final of yeah. the World Cup. And I didn't know that. So I watched, I sort of kept flicking in yeah, and watching yeah. it. But the last bit was very exciting. Oh, it was incredible. I didn't understand how they could draw. That was the thing. I was like, how well it's perfect, isn't it? One got... all, I can understand, but they got the same well it was 241. 241 all. all. One all yeah. It's amazing, incredible. And it was beautiful, and the
1: last ball as well, and it was absolutely incredible. Then the super over. Do you know what? The super over's great. I just want to say something, which may sound like I'm being a little bit... Um, well, I'm just going to say it, and say see it. what you think say as well. It. And we'll do. I think in this broken world which we find ourselves in... Quite, yeah. The fact that sport can unite people mm. and bring people together. So watching that, you've got young British Asian kids... Mm-hmm. Boys and girls, people of all ages. Yeah. You've got Nigel Farage and, and and Piers Morgan sat together as well. So you've got all ends of the spectrum. <laughs> yes. But in this kind of, we are living in difficult times at the moment. Quite, yeah. Definitely. We are living in people are angry, people are falling out. And we yep. don't know what the what the solution to our impasse as people is. Mm. And that moment, for me, I mean, it brings tears to my eyes when we won that. And the faces of young people and different people, just British people, enjoying that moment. But then the conciliatory attitude towards our valiant opponents was just beautiful. (laughs) And the minute we won that World Cup and we beat New Zealand... I texted my best New Zealand friend, Jared Christmas. Yes, good luck. He's a Kiwi friend, friend of mine of who, who'd been on tour with everything. And I texted him this message just to say, What a competition, what a great moment, and I feel for you. And he just texted me back, and it was just a, it was almost like that was like our Ebony and Ivory moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Manford. Absolute radio. We're real music. Matters. I don't watch a lot of cricket at all. I sort of played it at school, like everybody, and then yeah. I, I just, it's too long four days. I can't be, I just don't get it. Yeah. The super over, though. You could have one of them. I'm like, do that. Why don't you play that all the time? Well, I'd get, get, get into the new competition that's
1: starting next year called The Hundred. Oh, right. Where it's just a hundred balls mm-hmm. each side. So it's even less than 2020. Okay. So 2020 they played for 120 uh, right. deliveries. It's going to be 100 and there are all these brand new teams that have started. So we've got a brand new one round here called Manchester Original. Mm, I like and that's it. going to be our, our new team. It's going to be a brand new competition and more importantly it's free to air. Okay. So it's going to be on it's going to be on Channel 4. So like the final everyone
0: can see it. Really, okay. 10 million people watched that final. Impressive. It's brilliant. It almost got me interested in cricket. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) So close. It was so close. Uh, Look, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, Hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Have a lovely week. Uh, Thanks for coming in, Justin. Who's here next week, don't you know? I don't know yet because I'm actually, next week, I fly in, I'm doing some gigs in Dubai and Abu Dhabi and Bahrain. And I fly back into Heathrow at 6am. Straight to the show. Straight to the studio. All right. So whoever it is needs to have some coffee with them. Uh, So I will speak to you next week. Enjoy the rest of your week. Take care.